Hello, everyone, and welcome to ClutchCast, a podcast created to guide and inspire student-athletes to reach their goals. My name is Dominic Prianti, and today our special guest is Francine Roseman, head softball coach at Chestnut Hill College. Coach Roseman, welcome to ClutchCast. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us about your career and about Chestnut Hill College. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me on today. Now, Coach, it's my pleasure, really. Uh, like, I start with everyone. Let me ask you, when did you start playing sports? Um, when I was nine years old. Oh. started with soccer. And did you play any other sports uh, growing up? Uh, softball and basketball. Uh, in high school, any sports there? Any favorite sports? Uh, I played both basketball and softball in high school. I see you went to the University of Tampa, where you graduated from. Uh, did you play any sports at Tampa? Um, I played basketball and softball also there. And it brings us to your coaching days now. Why do you coach? I coach because I, I want to like help girls, like have a positive impact on females, and help them in their lives to like move forward. Um, I started coaching when um, when I was like in high school. I would coach like a, a local little league team in California, like the younger girls, like you know, a ten U team, and I started coaching there. So you grew up on the West Coast. Yes, I grew up in California. And now you're welcome to the Northeast where it's really cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you like that transition? Uh, it's a little different. <laughs> I, I like the weather better on the West Coast. I have to agree with you on that. I mean, maybe one day. Who knows? So, <laughs> your, your coaching career, I, I see that it uh, started off at um, at a community college first, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? A year before that, I was at the University of Sciences. I started as assistant coach there for one year. And then you get to the uh, Montgomery Community College, correct? Uh, correct. And there you actually held different roles, which was to me was really impressive. Uh, soccer yeah. coach, basketball coach, uh, head softball coach. <laughs> That's a lot to take on. How did you manage to do yeah. have all those roles? Because when I started out uh, coaching, I mean, it was something I wanted to try. My husband was okay with it at the time. So that allowed me just to work like year-round at Monco. Then 2019, you end up at uh, Chestnut Hill, even though, unfortunately, we haven't had a season. Am, am I correct with that? Correct. So you haven't been able to play with the pandemic or anything at all? No, we, we had eight games, or not, not eight, I'm sorry, excuse me, six games in South Carolina, and then it, that was all I had. Uh, and then you had to come back. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that trip coming back? Uh, I do. It, it, I mean, we, we came back, you know, before it hit. So when we came back, we started practicing on our field, like for the first time. And I think we practiced for like three days and then we were shut down. How did the girls take it when you had to tell them that there was no season? Uh, they were, at first we weren't, you know, we weren't quite sure. Or like, it was like the whole thing was going to go away. We thought maybe. Um, but then it, they were, I felt bad for the seniors. The seniors, you know, took it hard because they didn't have a chance. What was that feeling like? Because I do ask coaches that, uh, you know, what was that feeling like breaking the news to them? Uh, it, it was hard. It was like one of the hardest things to do because they loved it so much. And you know, I had just met them, you know, and I hadn't been their coach for that long, only two months. Right. And I just felt bad that I was giving them that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely decision that's something, that. <laughs> yeah, something you want to hear from uh, someone you just met, kind of, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Chestnut Hill, what can you tell us about the college itself? It's a it's a great school. It's a small school, small private Catholic school, and it, it's like a it really is like a family there. Everyone seems very willing to help everyone, and they all seem very nice. It, it's one of the nicest schools I've worked at That's as great. a whole. That's great. 
And can you tell us a little bit about your coaching staff, your trainers, uh, facility rooms, you know, training rooms, anything of that sort? Yeah, my coaching staff, uh, my assistant coach is Maggie Miller. Um, she works with my pitchers, and she has been coaching with me for probably about six years. She started with me at um, just at Rosemont College. Now I also have uh, Devin DeBellis is an, a volunteer assistant coach, and Jeff Thompson is a volunteer assistant coach. And is your field on the campus? Yes, our field is on our campus. We have one of the two fields on campus. Tennis and softball are the only ones that play on campus. Oh, so they're home games. That's good. So at least they're lucky they don't have to travel too far uh, from the field. Yeah, we're, yeah. Yes. And it's like right in the center of campus, like right. the field. That's great. Like a nice piazza in some uh, some town in Italy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach, how have you been uh, trying to, you know, Get over the limitations when it comes to practicing and uh, preparing the girls for the season. Um, it's been hard. We did obviously, like most coach, I'm sure a lot of coaches, a lot of Zoom calls and things, and it's you know, so it's been hard. And I've had a lot of like one-on-one phone calls or Zoom calls with players, and it's got I've gotten to know them a lot better on a, as a personal level to know what sort of makes them tick now than I did last season. So has, it's helped me get to know them better as as a person. Coach, when it comes to the recruiting process, right, because I'm assuming uh, if you're recruiting somebody, they'll probably get to know you a little bit better even during that process. How has that <laughs> affected this, That you know, the recruiting process itself? Um, that was difficult because a lot of it had to be done by watching videos and things and talking to travel coaches and, you know, just going sort of on my hunch on if – this will be a good fit. How how much time do you spend recruiting, if I may ask? Uh, most of my day I <laughs> is recruiting. So it's a I year, answer. Is it year round? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's pretty much year round, except when we have our dead period. What does your typical day look like when you're recruiting, if I may ask? Um, well, I'm at work, usually answering emails, looking at videos and things and sending out emails or calling kids. It's usually my typical day. And... Uh, when it comes to this season coming up, uh, how is it? Is it looking good? Are they- uh, yes, we our first game was supposed to be March thirteenth, uh, and that game got postponed. Not for us, but the other school we were playing up in New York, in Queens, um, they weren't allowed to play yet. Like something happened with their conference, so they have to postpone it. So our first game is going to be, I believe, the twentieth against our first conference game, which. I would have liked a few more games before we played started our conference. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Even though the ball is probably frozen on the fields nowadays yeah. between snow and temperature, not that great. Uh, Coach, what are the concerns that you're hearing from, let's say, players and parents alike for this uh, new season and even for the ones that you're trying to recruit? Um, I'm not hearing. The The biggest uh, issue we had was like of actually my incoming freshmen this year um, they, because they were given the option to opt out of COVID if they, you know, didn't feel safe or some, and quite a few opted out um, of the season. So I, I don't know if, I don't know exactly why that, that they all say different reasons, like because they don't know someone or something, but it, I'm not sure right. if it's COVID related or so what, just you, because they didn't start their yeah. freshman year. Yeah, that definitely, yeah, that definitely doesn't help. Uh, and plus NCA, I think they extended the period so they could actually uh, possibly play longer if they had to. Correct. Yeah. So when you're actually recruiting a, a potential uh, player for yourself, besides the you know physical and uh, the talent, what else are you looking for in a player? 
how they act and things like how that I watch how they interact with their teammates and their coaches. A, a lot of that. I mean, I, I'm very, that's like one of my biggest things is what I look for in a player. So the intent like to see if they're coachable, it, right? you know, if they're a good teammate, that's, that's what I'm looking for. And Hopefully they do have the basic skills that <laughs> go along with that. So how, how much harder does it make when you can't recruit in person now? It, it's hard because you can't, I, I can't see them. And so they're just telling me something. So I have to like take their word for it. Do you reach out to other coaches or, you know, their high schools maybe, or someone else that tr- uh, coaches them on the outside? I do. I, 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 I tried to talk to their travel coaches and like high school and, you know, other people that may have seen them play, um, depending where they're at and stuff. Cause I have some friends across the country that I'll ask, you know, have you seen, you know, this team, you know, things like that, you know, so I know what level of competition they really are playing. When they communicate with you, I'm assuming it's through email and uh, phone. Um, what type of communication do you prefer? Um, I prefer either one. I, I do like to talk to them on the phone um, just to see how they are and, you know, how they talk. And in terms of emails, is there a specific, you know, let's say template or certain information that you want to see in that email when they reach out to you? Um, well, I'd like, I hopefully they've like done some research on the school, <laughs> on the yeah. school, on Chestnut Hill. Um, Cause I get a lot that you can tell they have not. Right. And just that like, if they reread their emails, they don't, a lot of them do not reread what they because it'll be another coach's name somewhere else in the email or this a different school name. Yeah. <laughs> they forget. <laughs> yeah. We we hear a lot of that. I mean, and we can't stress enough how important that is for them to actually, you know, uh, do their research because we we stress fit right. Uh, like yeah. most coaches, I'm sure you're on board with this too. We don't want our clutch recruits just and then you know the, the kids that we take care of to just reach out to any coach and just you know copy and paste. Uh, an email right and uh, like you yeah. said especially if you're not careful when you leave in other school names or other coaches names that definitely is not a good look i think i mean do they automatically get deleted how does that work um typically yes that automatically does but i have stayed with a few a couple that have like gone above and then they're like they're apologized profusely in the you know and because they sound sincere, I sometimes depending it depends on it's a, I take it a case by case situation. True. The benefit of the doubt is always good in yeah. sec- second chance. Why not? And especially if the video looks good, I'm assuming. Right? I mean, yeah, and if their video looks good, <laughs> yeah, I'm more we're <laughs> that definitely does not hurt. I'm sure. And I do like that they send videos. Yeah. Uh, I- along, a lot of them don't. Some don't. And how about grades? I mean, how important is uh, education for you? Uh, education is probably my biggest, it's my top priority for them. When I, when I went to university of Tampa, when I was in high school, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have the best grades, but I wasn't like flunking out (laughs) by any means, but I played, I went to school for my sports and I, you know, that was like my main concern. And then when I got into college, my basketball coach, she watched us and she would not allow us to have anything under a 3.2 GPA, which I did then because she was watching us and like, you know, keeping track of us (laughs) and I wanted to play. So, and I believe she would like sit us and we were like ranked seventh in the nation at the time. And she would sit an all American without a bat of an eye. Like (laughs) love it too. So, you know, that stuck with me, you know, make, cause she, she's like, you have to, 
get your grades, get your degree because they're, you know, their softball will end after for 99% of the people after college. True. Very true. And coach, uh, we said before you coached all those different teams, you know, basketball, soccer, uh, softball. How many sports did you play in college? Uh, just two. I played basketball and softball. Well, just two is not just two because that's college and you have <laughs> workload of studies and you must keep a 3.2. So that was a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, time, ma- time management, when we talk about time management, how important is that for a college uh, student? Uh, that is very important. Uh, the freshmen coming in learning how to manage their social life with classes and, you know, your practice schedule. Uh, that That is like, I believe, the biggest thing to overcome that first semester when they're there. So is there anything in particular that uh, Chestnut Hill does to, um, you know, try to help out the freshmen coming in? Um, we do have um, an athletics, uh, uh, a, a, we have an assistant director of athletics for academic success. So she follows all of our athletes and all of our 18 sports. Mm-hmm. And so she will get emails from, the professors or some, if something's happened. Um, and then I get copied on it. So the coach knows. Um, so they're being tracked and watched and they have mandatory study halls when they're a freshman or a transfer. Um, and then they can, if they hold, I believe it's a 3.0, they do not have to attend study hall. Yeah. That that guarantees definitely success on the academic level for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about the significance of being part of a college team and what it can mean for a student athlete? Um, I believe they just learn a lot of things. They learn like teamwork, discipline, respect, commitment, and sportsmanship. And I, I believe it like helps build a, a strong character. And I'm sure you carry in the, on in the girls. And I'm sure you carry that on in life as well. Correct? I mean, I'm yeah. sure that follows you. And talking about life, I'm really impressed with your career, too. I'm not going to go through all the jobs that you had, but uh, one of the ones that uh, stuck out to me because it's still one of my favorite places on Earth. And I, Can you guess which one that is? <laughs> yeah, Disneyland, Disney World. It, it's a small world after all. I, love <laughs> I worked in both. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us about that experience? I know it's not really it's a softball. It's pretty cool to hear, though. Um, yeah, I my, my degree was in communications for, like, radio, TV, film production. Um, so I was like an entertainment technician. And so we do the the audio or the lighting for all the shows that are throughout the parks. Uh, now and I, really I did it at both Disney World and Disneyland. Wow. Um, and that was a lot. Of, and I've always loved being from California. I love Disneyland. I, <laughs> so I always wanted to work there. So. <laughs> You know what, Coach? I do envy your your athletic career, but I actually envy the Disney job a little more, to be honest. It, it yeah. seems like you don't grow up when you're at Disney. It, it's a great place to be. It, uh, it was. I did enjoy working there. It was a great experience. And Coach, another thing I want to point out uh, on your resume here on the Chestnut Hill uh, website, it points out your extensive background in business management and logistics. Does that carry over into the coaching world? Um, I think it does. As far as like scheduling things and just keeping things in order um, for the team and things like that. One other thing you mentioned your husband before that he agreed to all those jobs and probably not seeing you for a while when you were at uh, the community college, but I also see you have um, children. I mean, are you coaching them? Uh, I have one, one daughter. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. 
and yeah, she she does play softball. That's awesome because I also see that you have a lot of experience in the youth softball world, right? Uh, coaching since yep. uh, I know you had mentioned when you were in high school, but then you had held various positions at different levels. How does that translate yeah. going from the youth, let's say, uh, world travel world to the college world? Uh, I, I prefer it, um, just because it, you know, it, it, it's more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to say. I don't want to. <laughs> we can edit it out. So parents, <laughs> you know, with parents, yes, it, some parents are tough or yeah. rough on their kids. You know, I want them just to. I wanted them when I was doing the younger leagues to have fun and like learn the correct way. You know, and uh, one of the kids that like one of my favorite things from, from coaching travel when I coached my daughter, I would coach a team out in Virginia, the Shamrocks. Um, there was this one girl that played outfield with my daughter and she was also, but she was also our shortstop and I kept pushing her to like be an outfielder. And I'm like, you, she really just naturally everything fit. It flowed very well for her and things like that. And, uh, she believed me and her parents luckily believed me in <laughs> what I was saying that I think she really had a opportunity and she's, she now plays for the University of Virginia. Oh, very nice. And she's a senior there, and she has played the outfield, I think, starting since her freshman year. Oh. Her name's Kate Covington. Um, she was a great kid and a great family. But so, it's, it's having parents, like, believe in, like, you see something. Like, I can see something in, like, a kid and be like, that kid would be a great, you know, third baseman, not a, you know. But sometimes they don't believe you. <laughs> so it, it's trusting the coach. And I guess at the college level, there's none of that. There's no communicating really about positions yeah, or playing time or anything like that. So that helps a lot, I guess. <laughs> yes. Coach, if you had to uh, give advice to a student athlete that has Chestnut Hill and, and your program on their radar right now, what would you tell them? Um, just to research the school, come visit it, um, and make sure that's the school you want to attend, not for softball, but for, for actual academics and for your social and that it fits everything that you need there so that they're happy when they come and they want to be there at the school. Yeah. Because like, look at this year, right? With the pandemic, now you can't play. Yeah. I mean, it has happened to my own daughter, a freshman this year. I mean, no playing, but lucky enough, she, luckily enough, she was actually happy where she is. Um, and, and coach on a broader level, to any student athlete that's going through the recruitment process or maybe starting the recruitment process, what advice can you give them? Um, it, if they like a school, just keep reaching out to the coach because they may not see your first email depending. I mean, I try to answer most emails that are sent to me, but there's um, a lot. But just keep, if you really do like the school, find a way to get in front of that coach and so they know. I mean, if it, if a girl keeps emailing me, I know that they are interested in the school. Right. And they want to be, you know, considered. Right. So they, they might get an extra look too, probably, correct? Yes. Yes. That's great. Well, Coach Roseman, I know this was short, but it was really to the point, And I loved all the information that you gave. And what an amazing, you know, life and career coming from the West Coast to the East Coast. Uh, I know it's not as warm here, but, you know, <laughs> uh, you definitely are leaving your mark with all these young women that you're actually coaching. So thank you very much. And hopefully you get to see you on the field. Thank you. I appreciate everything. Thank you, Coach. Have a good evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much to Coach Roseman for talking to us about her career and about Chestnut Hill College. If you would like to find out more about ClutchCast, please visit us at www.clutchcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at ClutchCast Podcast and on Twitter at ClutchCastBC. 
Clutchcast is brought to you by Clutch Recruits. If you'd like to find out more about Clutch Recruits and how our programs can help you with your college recruitment process, please visit us at www.clutchrecruits.org or call us at 929-732-7848. Thank you very much for listening to the next episode.